Heck. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. This is Sirius. Talking about the Cowboys, Cowboys, how we roll here. So, Mike, got a lot of fallout coming from this game. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the topics of the day here, Mike. And first off, you know, let, let's get right into it. You know, we'll, we'll touch briefly on um, the Ravens here. Cowboys, to me, showed zero heart in this game. Mike, what, what's your initial or what is your thought on the game here? These my initial thought was these guys had 12 days to prepare and you still seen that the linebackers weren't ready. They got out coached. Yeah. They got out schemed big time. They they just weren't prepared and I would love to attend a practice to see what these guys do because I think they're just playing chess. I don't know if they're playing football. Dominoes. I mean, everybody is bad from – I mean, the offensive line, as bad as that unit is, was probably the most consistent. They didn't have but one play over 15 yards. Um, it was very stale. Horrible offensive play calling by Kellen Moore. Horrible coaching decisions by Mike McCarthy. And it seems like I'm regurgitating – everything this entire year it's not it's not been good and it has been good for a very long time they were eight and eight last year they're gonna have a worse record than that this year and uh it's just it's just a bad it's just a bad mix of of a lot of things but that game um was really really telling about the character, the heart, the passion, the coaching, the front office, they got embarrassed big time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pure embarrassment. I mean, I think a lot of us kind of knew already that this game was going to be a blowout. It ended up being, you know, pretty much a blowout. 30, what was it, 34-17, pretty much mm -hmm. a, a butt whooping. Um, you know, they just keep getting their butt whooped. These games are not even – close at the end you know um they try to stay into it but like i said they they face a little bit of adversity it's cards you know what i mean you just blow on it and the, the whole house comes crashing down that, that's what these cowboys are they have no heart no conviction no passion for the game it's uh it's the worst i've seen man and i've seen a lot of cowboys games <laughs> you know what i mean i mean that 89 season was pretty bad but this is this is the worst I've seen. You don't see any, anything to, to build upon. At least with the one in fifteen Cowboys, you saw something from Coach Jimmy Johnson trying to install a system here. It seems like they're going in the wrong direction real fast, real quick, and and uh, you know it's 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 just not what we're used to. And you know it almost feels like the Cowboys are teetering on a, a pure implosion, like we've never seen. You know what well, I mean? It's, it's a, funny that, that you say that this is not what we're used to, but it's been almost 26 years since they held the Lombardi Trophy, Joe. A generation is 30 years. It's not what you're used to, but a lot of these younger fans, it's exactly what they're used to. And the winning tradition in Dallas is done. It's over. It's in four years, if they don't hold hoist a Lombardi a Lombardi trophy. It will be 30 years. That's yep. a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Very long time. Um, you know, now what we wanted what we talked about in the last couple of weeks, Mike, is at least show us something here that we can, you know, kind of hang our hat on and take some momentum into the season. We're not seeing it. So 
you know, you have to have the question, the conversation as far as is this uh, – are we going to start seeing some head rolls, some heads begin to roll here? Well, I'm, mainly I'm talking about Mike Nolan, you know, uh, still hanging around. He hasn't been canned yet, but, I mean, you're, you're not seeing anything from the defense, nothing at all. There's there's no – they're like lifeless beings out there just uh, going through the motions, you know what I mean? So what's your take on Mike Nolan? Should he be out of here at the end of the season? What's your feeling here on Mike Nolan? Well, here's my thing, Joe. I'm kind of caught in the middle, to be honest with you. And I know we we, we talked last night briefly. Um, for me, it's if the if there's so much talent on this defense, why are they having such a hard time adjusting? Because if if you got all the talent in the world, you can adjust to anything. Free agents, high market free agents, get off a team, go to another. And dominate. Look at DeMarcus Ware. Picked up where he left off, had a quarterback in Peyton Manning at the end of his time playing football. Couldn't even throw a spiral anymore. And they still won a Super Bowl. It, it, I'm questioning the talent. Now, could the coach make the head coach, the defensive coordinator, make the adjustments to adjust around these quote-unquote talented players? It's hard to say because I don't think the talent is there to even adjust. They, if they watch film every week and, and, and continue to watch film and they practice, there's nothing changing in their gameplay. If they were talented, they would truly learn from their mistakes. But you still got linebackers hitting the wrong holes. You got linebackers letting their eyes lead instead of their brain lead on NFL plays. Leighton Van Der Esch, Lamar Jackson, the 37-yard. You look at Jalen Smith, entire 2020 film. He's been doing that consistently. So is it talent or is it defensive coordinator? Because right now I'm in the mixture of both. The defensive coordinator should adjust, but can the talent even work with that adjustment? And both of these is just not working. Yeah. And there's definitely a talent, uh, you know, what do you call it? A, uh, a talent you know, hole that's 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 really you know engulfing the Cowboys. It's like a black hole. You know what I mean? There, <laughs> it is. It's an implosion. the The defense doesn't have the talent, but you know, I think a lot of the media fans, everybody, um, myself, a lot of us miscalculated the blue chip players that we thought were blue chip players, and that we could make a run to the Super Bowl. We don't. Who's a blue chip player on this team? I don't think they're all pansies. I don't think we have a single blue chipper right now, man. You have some, you have some okay players that are getting way overpaid. You know, I, I like Demarcus Lawrence playing the run, but dude, you don't pay a war daddy to play the run. Four point mm. five sacks in 2020. Last year, five sacks in 2019. We're seeing a, a reoccurring theme. Once they get the bag, they check out. They take the pedal. They take the foot off the pedal. Zeke, same thing. Got paid. You know. Jalen Smith got paid, regressed. DeMarcus Lawrence, is he going to be averaging five sacks a season now? Hmm. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And I'm not blaming the, the struggles on DeMarcus Lawrence. He's Right now, I think he's probably one of your better players <laughs> on defense. But everybody else is uh, is garbage, man. They, they they have a lot of help, man. I, I don't know how they're going to be able to, to turn that thing around. Um, but to me, I think you've got to – you got to really consider replacing Mike Nolan. I know that's Mike McCarthy's guy, but, you know, Brian Broaddus mentioned this in a tweet that this is going to be probably the, the biggest test of the offseason, you know, when, when uh, Jerry or Steven approach McCarthy about making a change at defensive coordinator. Will he be with it um, or will he protest against it? You know, what, what's going to happen there? So it'll be interesting to see what they do there with the defensive coordinator. Guys, let us know in the comments what do you want to do with your defensive coordinator, do you want to let this thing ride out? See, give him another year, or do you want Mike Nolan out of here? Let me know in the comments. Let us know in the chat box what you want out of Mike Nolan here. All right, guys. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat box. Everybody watching live. Shout out to all you guys. Can't do this without you. Checking out the Frisco report, baby. You know how we roll here. Uh, the the other thing, Mike, that we want to talk about is, you know, speaking of the players, you know. Xavier Woods, he probably had the the, the worst game. 
of the year last night. I mean, he hasn't played good at all last night. But, you know, how are they going to, you know, replace these guys that they have to let go? You cannot bring back Xavier Woods. You can't even give him a minimum contract. I mean, if you do, this this is completely incompetent. So, Mike, you know, Xavier Woods, who are some other guys here that absolutely cannot be on the team here next year? Oh, that's a big one. Absolutely cannot be on the team. You said Xavier Woods. I'm going to say yeah, Xavier Woods for sure. Um, Man, that Robinson guy, Rashad Robinson, that guy, that guy can go and never come back. Um, Terrence Terrence Steele um, should go, never come back. (laughs) Um, There's the – it's hard to say because you know you got a lot of talent, but none of them, and I say that after I just said what I said, but you know the talent's there, but where is it? Um, you know, Sean Lee really ain't com- really, you know, producing anything for us. He's he, This is his last year, I'm sure. Um, who, who do you have on your list? I mean, obviously the guys that are uh, uh, scheduled to be free agents. I don't want any of them back. Uh, Cheeto, I'm still kind of on the fence, but even there, I think you can get better in the draft. So, man, uh, for sure, Xavier Woods, no contract, nothing. Let this guy walk out the door, and um, adios to him. Uh, yeah, Terrence Steele, they love this guy for whatever reason. It, it's a big red flag. Like, who's evaluating these guys? I mean, everybody – well, at least a couple of seasons ago, was was big on on Will McClay and these guys, but you know it feels like that was a long time ago, and it feels like uh, that that luster has faded. You know what I mean? Like we had mm-hmm. the worst free agency class in history. Um, some of these recent draft classes ha- haven't uh, done much for us, so a lot of questionable stuff that these guys are doing right now, man. It it feels like nobody's on the same page. I know you mentioned this last time on your video. But from the front office to the coaches to the players, there's some sort of miscommunication. Uh, no, they're not on the same page, like you said, Mike. Can you elaborate on on what you're what you meant there? Because I agree yeah. totally. Yeah, I'll elaborate here on that. And if you guys missed that video, feel free to check it out in the Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. But I said no one's on the same page from the front office to the head coach to the players. Because if you have a job, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you got your supervisors, you got your leaders, and you got your employees. And in a billion, five billion dollar industry in the Dallas Cowboys, there's emails going to the spam folder that no one's checking because they're not, it's not like, it's, it's like they're not getting the same communication. Okay, so let's start with free agency process. Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy's coaching staff and Will McClay's and Stephen Jones's, you know, people, they sit down, they talk about these free agents. What free agents have we signed still on this team? You traded one and you cut the others. There's miscommunication somewhere. Somebody got that wrong, and they've been getting that wrong even under Jason Garrett, right? You go to the draft. Um, the fourth-round pick is sitting on the inactive for how many weeks? It's it's We got four games to go, and he just play, was just active. I don't think he played. You My drafted name. him in the fourth round, Bradley and I. Was he a fifth round pick, sixth round pick, something like that? There's miscommunication somewhere. Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick, so don't tell me fourth round picks can't play, right? Um, there, there, there's breakdowns of communication from Stephen Jones and, and and Mike McCarthy, right? Development, something's going on where they're not evaluating these players good enough. There's missing communication. Again, emails are going to the spam folder and not going to their inbox because they're not on the same page there. And then when you talk about these meetings where coaches and players game plan, they game plan, they, they study film on the opposing opponent. And you know Lamar Jackson is, is, is the fastest guy on earth, and you don't spy him on anybody. You let him run free. There's nobody, I, there was one play – or Jalen Smith spied him, and Jalen Smith got burnt. At least that was an attempt. But when he got burnt, they did away from the spy. How do you not game plan around that? Maybe they did, but the player's email went to the spam box instead of the inbox. They all have to get on the same page, whether it's evaluating players, Joe, 
and people watch it at home, it's evaluating players, or if it's putting a game plan together because everybody is speaking rubbish. Mike McCarthy said a couple about a month ago, it's foolish to put Zach Martin at right tackle when Dudu Pantsteel was playing horrible. It's fantasy football to put Zach Martin at right tackle. Yeah. And they didn't. And, and where is the communication in that? If you were a real head coach, Joe Philbin, whoever put this mastermind together, maybe Joe Philbin did say, hey, let's do it. And Mike McCarthy's like, oh, no, that's fantasy football because he got it in the spam inbox. They're, they need better communication across the board in the offseason, during the season. They really got to look at themselves in the mirror, and it starts with Jerry Jones. It starts with Will McClay, Stephen Jones, all these guys up top. It starts with this head coach, Mike McCarthy. And then these players that are going to be here for a long time that just got paid, they all need to be on the same page because, yes, I get it. The quarterback is the franchise player. That's the face of your franchise. He's not here. So who do they who are they using um, for the Dallas Cowboy uh, faces now? They're using Zeke Elliott. They're using Tank. They're using Jalen Smith, these long-term guys that aren't producing. And it's so embarrassing. Zeke with this Mickey Mouse hair didn't even take his photo op seriously for national television. Now has five fumbles on the year. You clown in the offseason, you're going to clown in the season. And that's exactly what this franchise has been doing. They've been clowning, Joe. And yeah. that's that's what I was trying to say in that video. Uh, that's, that's spot on. And that's, what's, that's what seems like what's going on. And what the scary thing about that, Mike, is that, you know, well, have seen this before you know you go through like the chan gailey era you go through you know the dave campo era and th th that's the scary scary part of uh of, of this whole thing is because you know you're it's it's mediocrity and then you have a lot of bad seasons sprinkled in there uh bad football and and, and i feel like the cowboys are kind of teetering on that right now so you know it, these coaches, uh, Coach Fossil, terrible. He's he's not getting it done. I, I thought he was gonna do better. It, it's uh, they they do such a bad job with you know these stupid trick plays and this and that. Uh, the return game, you know, I can't even say that it's been that much better than previous times. So, you know, these coaches, maybe not just Mike Nolan. So, could this thing snowball into at the end of the year? You know. The Joneses are saying, uh, I think I think we have too much to overcome here. I think we need to reset this before we we let this go another season and we end up going five and eleven, you know, seven and nine, eight. I mean you look at the rest of the NFC East, right? These other teams, they've all faced crazy adversity. Some players are gone, this and that. You look at Ron Rivera, the, the this thing, I knew he was gonna start turning this thing around. And uh Joe Judge over there. You know, they're kind of looking like they're turning that thing around. The Eagles, I did predict that the Eagles would, would crash and burn. They're pretty bad. But, man, I, I didn't see this uh, horrible performance by the Cowboys. I, I don't think they did, you know. And um, now that we're here, you know, you're, you can point out a lot of things that are, that are going wrong with the Cowboys. And like Troy Aikman said, where do you even start? You know what I mean? So everybody's seeing it. You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Every everybody's been and everybody's been seeing it. Cowboys were eight and eight last year. Now, now they're what are they now? Three and nine. Um, and and I honestly really believe that Stephen Jones had a lot to do with the Mike McCarthy hire. I really don't think Jerry Jones was sold on Mike McCarthy. Um, but I'm just from lingo and, and quotes and things of that sort. Uh, out of these guys, mouth. it seems like Stephen Jones was all in, and, and Jerry Jones was like maybe. But I was all on board with Mike McCarthy. But yeah, yeah. If but I want to go talk, Joe. I want to go back to this Ravens game and talk about the delay of game on the field goal attempt. As a coach, head coach for that matter, sitting standing on the sidelines, arms crossed, looking at that play clock, dwindled down, and the ball ain't stuck. Isn't snapped yet. Why wouldn't you call a timeout? 
Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? Mean, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of goof ups, man, for a tenured coach. And you know, I, I wondered that too. And I was trying to make excuses in my mind, like as far as well, maybe he delegated that to John Fossil and he screwed up. But then at the end of the day, you're the you're the lead guy. You know, you're you're the man, you're the guy that we hired to to upgrade, to supposedly upgrade over Jason Garrett. And here we are with the same kind of stupidity that, that Garrett was doing, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen much improvement at all, man. I, there's, I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I hate to say it, it looks like they've taken a step back, man. And geez, it, it's, it's not looking good right now. <laughs> it, it, and it's not. And I want to touch on Bones Foster real quick. We we had high hopes for him. We 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 talked him up here on the Frisco mm-hmm. Report, and Kai Forbath was signed to a one year deal, and. Greg Zerline and the Rams were still talking, getting all that together. And then for some reason, Greg Zerline backed out of the Rams contract and came to the Cowboys like two, three weeks later. And uh, I believe that was all Bones Fossil. I mean, they've been together for the Rams their entire career, basically. And uh, where has that got Bones Fossil? They never won a Super Bowl be- being a Ram. You know, yeah, they have these cool – cool gadget plays for special teams and, you know, the, these fancy Gucci plays, but where has it got them? You know, then you, when you have a little success, the watermelon onside kick, a couple of good fake punts, then you overdo it, i.e. the Washington Redskins game. And then you, then you put the head coach in a situation where he don't even trust you to even attempt to do it. Right. And, and now we got four games left. You're not going to see any more fake punts because the bridge has been burned. Yeah. Yeah, it's been burned, and it's uh, been totally incinerated <laughs> beyond belief. So that that's where we're at with, it, with this team right now, guys. We're sitting at number four in the NFL draft. The only team that you could possibly win and get to, get to four wins on the season is the Bengals. But, Mike, I got to tell you, man, I have zero confidence that they're going to be able to even beat the Bengals. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't feel that they're going to be able to beat these guys. I don't blame you there, uh, and and you don't, you don't, you don't even have to be on Team Tank to admit that, because they have shown no progress whatsoever to win a football to collectively team win the Vikings game, maybe right. Maybe, but you you go back. It was luck against the Falcons. Uh, who do we beat? The Giants. Um, who else have we beat? We the, the the Vikings, the Falcons, the Giants. Really, a couple of weeks later, the Falcons head coach got beat. The Giants were still trying to find themselves. Luckily, I don't know. Luckily, but Daniel Jones is out now. They're starting to win games. Well, but he was they were winning before. But Colt McCoy is probably one of the best backups in the league. Let's be honest here. He's demolished us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and then. You know, then the Vikings playing against Kirk Cousins. Can we take these three wins and build anything off of them? Absolutely not. That's why we're three and nine. Yeah. Yeah. And do you even want to win any more games? I just like, I mean, that, yeah. And nobody's, nobody is ever rooting to lose. They're doing it on their, on themselves. So you, this isn't even about, uh, this is team tank versus let's try to win in the division. They're not going to win the division. Have They're no not winning the division. They're two I mean, games they're, behind. Yeah, two games behind. The season's over. So, like like I mentioned, you know, you don't want to sustain a major injury right now because then you're that guy's going to have to recover the whole offseason and miss training camp. So, we we got we got to take care of that, you know. But we're not seeing we're not seeing the fight that we want to at least see toward the year. I know Mike McCarthy in his press conference said that, you know, it's going to start with the Bengals, you know, to finish strong. I don't know, man. I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I, you know, even if Mixon plays, if he doesn't play, they're still going to run all over the place. Giovanni Bernard, these shifty guys, they can't tackle him. 300 yards again. <laughs> you don't even well, have to pass the ball. And then the, here's the other thing. Uh, the head coach, he, he knew how to, you know, run all over us without using Todd Gurley when he was over there with the Rams. So mm. get ready for that. I uh, I just think 
you know, you said, you know, I don't even know if they can make big plays. And I, I, I don't think they can either. I, Kellen Moore, and I, and I called them out. The fans of the show gave me heat, but I'm standing, I'm sticking with my gut. Kellen Moore is a problem too. He calls three screenplays mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I mean, that's like against the Vikings, was it last year, where they run it three times in a row when Dak Prescott was having major success passing it. You're still you're not seeing any influence in Mike McCarthy for Kellen Moore calling football plays. You're you're not you're you're not seeing a offensive coordinator who is young show some improvement in his second late in his second year. If Mike McCarthy don't start calling plays, Kellen Moore will be a liability to this offense, even if they sign Dak Prescott to a long term deal. The yards are fancy, the yards are pretty. They had the number one offense in football last year, but they were eight and eight. You got to go win games. You got to go cash in in the red zone. You got to make smart, smart plays on the fly. And Kellen Moore does not do that. Yeah. No, there were some plays there that that just drove me crazy. And then, uh, you know, not being able to punch in the ball from the one yard line. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And, And even when these guys are like on fourth and short, they they ref- they absolutely refuse to do the quarterback sneak. I've seen it a couple of times, but they're doing a toss to Zeke. They're doing, I mean, it's just stupid stuff, man. Like it, it it really has me scratching my head and just just shaking my head. Like hey, here we go, you know these guys, they're, they're finding another creative way to lose this game. <laughs> well, Ninja Nuts just said. Kellen is limited to what they can do right now. The line is trash, and you have to work the short to intermediate game. But I, I disagree with that. The offensive line was actually playing really good last night, and they only had one play over 15 yards. One play over 15. You, you're going to tell me that they went into halftime when Andy Dalton wasn't even sacked, and they're not going to open up the – a matter of fact, I'm so glad because it brought me back. The halftime spiel from that lady that does the halftime from the coach, they said we got to open up our offense and have our receivers get the ball. We got some time to throw. And they didn't do it. <laughs> that communication piece at halftime went to their spam inbox. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you said, man. There's a, there's a communication breakdown for sure. You know, it's, that, was, uh, that, that was one play. That was one play. Ninja, no, that yeah, was one there was play. The, yeah, there, there was uh, the defense, the the play calling on defense. You know, they don't even know what they're doing there. Sometimes Layton looks like he's playing, calling the plays, and now it looks like it's back to Jalen Smith with the green dot looking lost. I mean, it's a complete utter disaster, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can understand if they keep Mike McCarthy, you know, with the COVID, the the major injuries. I mean, you can't deny the major injuries, but but Mike Nolan absolutely, in my opinion, has to get out of here. He he has to go. I, I just he hasn't done it in any of these other stops. The nineties was his heyday. After that, nothing. I want Wade Phillips in here or Chuck Pagano. Those are my two top two. Defensive corners, but that's if the Bears keep losing. You know, they're talking about Nagy maybe may get kicked out of there. If that's the case, you know, there's going to be some good coordinators on the market. You know what I mean? Dan, uh, Dan Quinn, he's another one that'll be out there. I mean, you you have some legit options that are like r- way better upgrades over Mike Nolan, and you know, with more current success. You know what I mean? I I do know, and I'm going to start a new off season hashtag. And I just put it in the comment section. Hashtag no more Nolan. No more more or Nolan. Those two guys got to go. That's my off-season campaign. Hashtag no more Nolan. Hashtag no more Nolan. He's got to go. He's got to go. I just I just don't see how you can go the next season with this guy. You know what I mean? And um, I, I just won't be excited for it. You know what I mean? It, it'll be another question mark. Like, okay, we're drafting these guys, but is this is this coach going to be able to get the most out of them? You know what I mean? It, it'll be a yeah. question mark for the whole season. And, um, you know, they got to make some kind of change. They, they can't go with, with what they're going with right now. 
can't do it. And then linebacker coach, they might need to make a change there as well. You know, I, I just these guys. What the hell has happened to Leighton Vanderish? He used to be the guy that you could count on wrapping up. You know, running backs behind the yard, behind the scrimmage line, and uh, I don't know, man. You're seeing a different player, and it, is it the neck? Is he protecting himself from injury? So, I we're we're not seeing, you know, the uh, the Pro Bowl, you know, player of Leighton Vanderish. It looks like Jalen Smith has rubbed off on him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and, and and that's what happens when you get. You know, Sean Lee was supposed to be the one to mentor these guys, but he's been hurt and he can't be on the field. And yeah, he can sit down in the in the film room, but they really don't click. I mean, Leighton Vander has said himself, you know, when Sean Lee's there showing them in person, that's when he's like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, Sean Lee has to be present for these guys. And shame on the not on, on the linebacker coach for not even trying to coach these guys. How do you not fix how they read an offense doing a read option or a running back? doing a sweep or, or how do you not read that Joe? Like that starts from coaching, but that also starts with the player's talent. Can they even adjust to that? Because now it, it's not an error. It's a habit. Yeah, no, it is. That's a great point. It, it is a bad habit. Very, very bad habit. You know, um, there's a pattern, but then, you know, the pattern becomes a habit. You're, you're, you're spot on with that assessment there, Mike. Um, let's take a look at some of the comments and questions here, guys. See them scrolling through here. We got a couple of good ones. Dang, it's already been thirty minutes. Flying by, flying <laughs> by. We we can go about it. We can do about a, a twelve-hour show if you let us. Ninja nuts. He hates LVE. LVE was not good. He was actually worse than Jalen. Man, that's that's rough. But maybe for one game. For one game. Yeah, that, that that's that's a bit rough there, but yeah, I I, I can see where people would, would would definitely say that. You know what? You know what? I'm so glad you brought up Jalen Smith because this this was the icing on the cake. This is when I knew Jalen Smith didn't care. He baby pushes Lamar Jackson out of bounds, stands there like this, and starts laughing with him. Yeah, I didn't like that one bit. I didn't like that at all. That rubbed me the wrong way. I just like. You can't do that crap, bro. Especially right now, you're here at three and eight. You're trying to win this game. Where's the passion? And then when Xavier Woods and, and I think it was Darian Thompson got tangled up and they called pass interference, whatever they called, guess who was clapping? The guy that was just laughing with Lamar Jackson. Why just bench Jalen Smith, period? The other thing that really irked me really, really bad – was when the Ravens scored there at the end, and they said, "Easy money, easy money." Uh, embarrassing, just like rock bottom, bro. Just completely bottom. Like they pick it up on the hot mic, easy money. They, they should. I mean, that's embarrassing as hell to me, man. And, and you know what's? It's so crazy. You you say, yeah, you know all that. Easy money was so embarrassing, but Jalen Smith is over here laughing with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is literally laughing with his teammates at the Dallas Cowboys. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. these these players forgot what the star means, and that is so disheartening. Yeah, very, very, very disheartening indeed. Lots of great comments, guys. Keep them coming. Keep the comments, uh, questions coming through. Try to get through here. Bring in the scabs. <laughs> who would the who would that be? Your practice squad guys. <laughs> the Ravens didn't take us seriously either. They showed it. Yeah, yeah. There was zero respect there. You know, they it, it was it was too easy. Like they said, man, that really summed up the game. Easy money. Oh, just when 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 Lamar Jackson uh, did the thirty-seven yard touchdown, the first thing he said was, "Special team, stay back." We're going for it. He knew he had it in the bag. Yeah. 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 Wavy 281. Yeah. I, I feel you, bro. Yeah. Just, just, uh, you can't play football like that, man. That, that just is not championship type football. It, it's, it's like you're, you're, it's a circus. It's a circus right now. These guys are just screwing around. It's like, it's almost like this team, Garrett is gone and, 
they're almost treating Mike McCarthy like the substitute teacher. You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> like you have your, your your teacher in the classroom. It normally is is uh, under control, you know, and this and that. And then the substitute teacher comes in, and it's all chaos. Nobody's doing their homework, mm-hmm. screwing around, joking around. It, it, that's what it feels like, you know. This, this Cowboys team feels like it's in it's in complete peril right now, and it's uh, like Troy Eggman said, you know, it, it, the got to be soul searching here at, at the end of the season and, and where do you begin these guys got to look themselves in the mirror and i feel like even that and that we keep saying and it you know starts from the top jerry jones stephen jones these guys i'm at the point man to be honest where i wish these guys would sell the team and uh somebody could come in here and, and give it a shot see what you can do you know, mark cuban somebody like this somebody that has a passion for the team you, you know mark cuban They'll go through a bad season, but he'll do what he needs to do to to scorch earth it, build a team around a young talent like Luca, and here they go. They're an ascending team. The Cowboys, Jerry Jones, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it, man. They don't know how to build around a young talent. You know, it's always an undrafted guy here. Let's waste his talent. Let's draft this badass left tackle. Let's Let's freaking drain his talent until he can't play anymore. Zach Martin coming up on year eight next year. Come on, man. You know, like these guys are killing me. Absolutely killing me, bro. I uh I, I agree a hundred percent with you. If Jerry Jones was to sell the team, I'll, I'll I'll shoot somebody a tweet in that family and say, Thank God, who orchestrated this? Mm-hmm. And because it's pride and you could I, I i maybe it's a curse what if jerry jones reaches out to jimmy johnson and apologize and the curse is broken the jimmy johnson curse yes you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's 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 touch on that because you know you talk about curses in baseball right you have the boston one the these other like curses that take <laughs> like 50 to a hundred years to break. I mean, the Cowboys—they feel like they got that curse, the Jimmy Johnson curse. They don't want to put him in the dang Ring of Honor. They don't want to acknowledge him that he built this dang team and got us the Super Bowls. Jerry don't even want to acknowledge that he's getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't want to acknowledge it. Like it's pathetic, man. And I believe, you know, you you can you can say whatever you want supernatural you can believe in these kinds of things but when it comes to sports uh when you go on a drought like the Cowboys have gone through that curse crap it's starting to rear its head because we're coming up on what 26 years yeah we're we're getting we're almost getting to 30 years on this thing like dude that is a long time scary that is so scary scary very scary you know what I mean so just reach out, Jerry. Apologize to Jimmy. Whatever we got to do to get this curse, bro. I really believe there's a Jimmy Johnson curse here. That's what the honest, curse is. You see it. You see people God. talking about a curse. That is the curse. That is the curse, and it's uh, <laughs> it's just another part of what's going on here, crazy in Cowboys land. So, can they break it? I don't know. I don't have faith that they can. You know, and, and these guys are not football guys, man. Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. Stephen Jones. Oil field guy. This ain't the oil field. This is football. Yeah. yeah. And um, they've gotten lucky on, on, on some star players, you know, name name recognition. But they keep zapping these guys you know, dry like a raisin. You know, you they, mm. they squandered Des Bryant. They squandered Tony Romo. Mm. Uh, Tyron Smith, he's done. They they wasted that guy. That guy was a was a incredible incredible left tackle for a long time, and they didn't do anything with it. They top five, top one hundred, four years in a row. Tyron Smith. Yeah, Zach Martin coming up on year eight, like I said. So it's a uh, <laughs> it's a crazy it's a crazy deal we're at right now, guys. Hmm. Um. See any questions, comments in here, Mike? I'm trying to scroll through. Here. No, M- Mario Flores said Jerry's ego is more important than winning, and it's clear as day. You're absolutely right. I wish Forbes magazine would not include the Dallas Cowboys, and in, in anything. I, I wish 
Um, they wouldn't say America's team anymore. I, I wish they wouldn't give Dallas Cowboys as many primetime games as they get because I wish fans would stop attending games. I wish sales would go down because we got to hit Jerry's ego where it hurts, and that's his pocket. The luster, man. The, the luster is going away. And speaking of that, the Cowboys got flexed out. It's already happening. So hopefully, you know, Jerry is like, oh, you know, we're not even prime time anymore. I, you know, I, I want to see that. I don't, I don't want to see us on the prime time next year, five, six games, man. Like, we, we don't it's deserve It's usually it. eight games. You know, we, we don't deserve it, man. Like, who wants to see crappy football? I love this team to death. You do too, Mike. Everybody watching here loves the Cowboys, right? But that's why we're all watching and talking about this team. But, man, it, it does hurt the soul. Somebody said that earlier. It does hurt the soul. You know, you, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's a tough thing right now we're going through. So is there light at the tunnel? Is there light at the tunnel? Only if you hit Jerry Jones where it hurts. That's it. That's it. Because I, I, I don't see much light, Joe. I, if yeah. I do see a light, we're far from it. It's that big. It's just a little bean. It's like a little star in the night sky. We got a long way to go. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we. I feel like we were seeing the light and we're going in the wrong direction. And that light is 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 getting dimmer and dimmer by by the week. So, yeah, that that. I mean, it's just one rock bottom thing after another. You know what I mean? Losing that flex game. Can't blame them. Donnell Jenkins in the house. What up, Donnell? He said when Jerry Jones gets interviewed, they got to start asking tough questions. Well, he cries. 105.3, the fan tried to ask tough questions, and he got all pissy. Mm -hmm. And and he started cussing and got kicked off the radio. Yeah. You can't ask him tough questions because he gets all crybaby. He can't take it anymore because it's the truth, man. He can't. He can't handle it. It's like it's like a few good men. He can't handle the truth. He can't. He, he doesn't he, want he to acknowledge like this team is a freaking disaster. It's it's but, not what and it the works. reason and the reason why he don't believe it because he had two hundred fifty million dollars and flipped it to five point five billion. That's why he has a hard time believing it. Yeah, and it, and it is. It's it's unfortunately it is one of the top franchises in the world. You know, you're talking about Cowboys, Yankees, Lakers. Uh, some of these premier league soccer clubs, they're right up there too. So would the, would the Joneses ever sell the team? Who could afford it? You know what I mean? Would it, would it have to be like, like the Amazon guy? I jokingly tweeted out to, to the Amazon guy, please buy the Cowboys from Jerry Jones. It's gotta be a multi-billionaire that could, you know, Hey man, you're screwing this thing up. Let me take over. You know what I mean? So, uh, at, at, at least it's, don't sell it, but step down, Jerry. Enjoy your gold jacket. Enjoy the image while you got it because you're going to die knowing you didn't help this team win damn near 30 years. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tarnished. It's getting tarnished by the, by the week, man. Take Thanksgiving away from Jerry Jones. That will that one hit him in the mouth. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, take Thanksgiving. Get, yeah, it would. I mean, it would be like, uh, you know, that would be that would be incredible because they haven't done that to Detroit, and they're one of the more, you know, consistently bad teams in the league. But, man, the Cowboys, I mean, are they th- that much better? What so, if we tweet the NFL and we start trending? No more Thanksgiving. No more primetime games for the Cowboys. Even if they get blocked out, I know bootleg websites. I'll be fine. I'll still be able to watch them. <laughs> You know, no more, no more primetime games for the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah let's take the cancel culture to a whole other level. Let's start, let's start, let's stop ruining lives and, and, and make TV great again. Don't put That's Cowboys a, on there for embarrassment. Marl, wink. Appreciate you, bro. You're cracking me up over here. Mario Flores, Jerry would want to die a loser and his pride over selling and winning. Yeah, I know. I feel you, man. That's kind of how I feel about that too, man. It's, that ego is the is the size of Texas, man. It really is. It, it's probably bigger than Texas. Yeah, it's probably, probably bigger yeah. than Texas. 
probably as, as big. They say a lot of things ain't bigger in Texas, but darn it, I can say Jerry Jones's ego. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh That's the thing, man. That's the thing too. He if Jerry with the whole GM thing, it's it's about him, right? It's all about him. You know, even when you when you go back and you look at some of the archival interviews that Jimmy Johnson would say that, that Jerry would come up to him and say, let, let me have this. Let me come out here and, and announce this trade to Herschel Walker. You know what I mean? Like he wanted to be on the front here and say, we made the trade, this and that, to get the credit. And uh, it's all about him, man. That's why he, he can't – you know, we're talking about Will McClay as a GM. He's not a GM. He's, he's part of the front office, but Will McClay is not the GM. It's still Jerry Jones, and he still has his finger in the pie. And the players still have a direct line to the owner GM. So they can show up out of shape. You mm. can have Lyle Khan sh show up out of shape. You can have Darren McFadden show up out of shape. You can have – With a broken elbow. Yeah, you can have these guys doing stupid stuff. And the coach, what's he going to do? They, The teeth, the, the, the claws, they're all declawed. They're all detoothed. <laughs> it's it's the hmm. GM. Detooth. <laughs> yeah. They are man. not toothless. They're detooth. They've been detooth. <laughs> Declawed and detooth. These coaches don't have any power, bro. Like and and even when I think about okay, if they do fire this guy, if they do fire Mike McCarthy, you're just gonna bring in another guy who's gonna be the same deal. Like it's just like cater to the ego. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go on and on about Jerry. That's not what this is about. <laughs> but I, I, well, we're three and nine. What would it be about, Joe? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true, man. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Gary is probably laughing. Yeah, he's probably just like, oh, "That's what you get." <laughs> oh, he really has no room to talk. I don't think they'll win many games. What's their schedule like? They got an easy schedule. They got a hard one. I don't even know. Yeah. No, Giants and Redskins have a pretty tough schedule. That's why that's why I say like that last game, the Cowboys versus Giants, there might be something on the line there, whether it's gonna be the Redskins or the Giants getting in. It could come down mm -hmm. to the Cowboys. What are they gonna do? You know what I mean? They're not gonna show up. I don't want to go to the playoffs with a losing record. I wonder what I wonder what it's gonna take to win this division. I, I'm thinking seven and nine gets it in. Seven and nine. That, that right now they're sitting at five and seven. Both of them, Washington and the Giants. So I I think one team, the Washington or the Giants, I think they'll win out. I think they got a lot of momentum right now. You think one of and them I, goes eight and eight? I think one of them will go eight and eight. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I I I'm gonna think that the the Washington football team. Honestly, can do they? They just got the defense. I think they got the better defense in the NFC East. I, I think Washington can really take it. Hell, they swept us twice, so I got to give them the credit. Just a lot, yeah. Just bad stuff, and they haven't they haven't swept us in long time. They finally did. Giant. I mean, both of them have pretty good defense. They're kind of hitting the their the stride right now. Combos are absolutely going in the wrong direction, so they'll be in the cellar. I think it's between them and the and the Eagles. The Eagles are a complete disaster themselves. So, <laughs> do you do you think the benching of Carson Wentz was a good move, Joe? I think they're at a they're at a flashpoint, kind of like the Cowboys. They got to do something to jumpstart something. So they're gonna go with Jalen Hurts. I don't think Hurts is even that good. You know, he's, do you, he's not Kyler Murray. I think the Eagles fans are thinking this guy is Kyle Murray. He's not Kyle Murray. No, not not by a long shot. But let no. me ask you this: Let's say they go two and two with Jalen Hurts. Do they try to shop once? Yeah, you know they will. I think it's one so and three there. Like Philly is more toxic than any franchise. Franchise, agree. It's almost like the fans have some some sort of power where those Philly fans they get people to make these kinds of moves. You know what I mean? So, Ooh. you want to start a GoFundMe, Michael? Hopper has a real good idea. Start a GoFundMe to buy the Dallas Cowboys so we can finally win. <laughs> you would need probably like $10 billion. 
shoot, man. 5.5 according to Forbes. 5.5 <laughs> keeps going up. Even with the losing season, these guys keep going up. That's why the Cowboy fans got to step up and hit him where it hurts, his pocket. Yeah, it's it's a crazy thing. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that's, that's where we're at, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in to another hot episode of the Frisco Report, talking about the state of the Cowboys, pretty much talking about Jerry Jones, these players. Where do we go from here? You know, it, it is pretty much draft season around here, so make sure you're checking out the channel for the latest draft news. Um, we'll see what they do with the coaches, guys. You know, I we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. That these guys are auditioning. Some of these players are auditioning. The coaches are they have to be auditioning for for their job. So we'll we'll see we'll see how this thing ends, man. You got you got a short week. The Bengals coming up, Mike. You got any final thoughts? No, man. Just enjoy these last four games. Football season goes so fast. We waited so long. This whole entire off season, we're stuck in our house quarantining not knowing what this virus was and uh hoping you know there's a football season so we can cling on to some type of life and i'm gonna be honest with you this, this three and nine record is more depressing than staying in the house for quarantining for from the first of the year <laughs> it really is depressing so yeah. um you know let, let's enjoy the last four games and 2021 is right around the corner and hopeful and hope for a new year yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what it is, guys. Well, guys, we do appreciate you. Mike, let everybody know if they can find you if they haven't already. Yeah, Joe has it right there, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. Give me a follow. I follow back. And uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. And uh, if you have a hard time finding any of that, go to thefriscoreport.com. Joe has everything, all draft picks, things of that sort, right there. Christmas is coming up, so if you can afford some merch, Help your help cowboy blog out and get some Christmas merch. Treat yourself. But that's all I got. I appreciate you having me, Joe. Yeah, no, another great show, guys. Appreciate everybody that joined us live here in the comments. If you're catching us on the replay, hit like the hit like on this video on your way out, guys. We do appreciate you, and we will catch you for the next Frisco report. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy your week. Peace. <laughs>